1: By rail, by bus, by car, plane, or ship, Americans are on the move. It's vacation time. Twelve million of these Americans are policyholders and beneficiaries who own or will benefit by Equitable Society life insurance policies. We like to think that these folks are enjoying extra peace of mind on their holidays thanks to the extra security they have gained through the Equitable Life Assurance Society. To make your own vacation carefree... Take care to have all the life insurance protection you need. See your Equitable society representative. <laughs> Tonight's FBI file, the big build-up) <laughs>
2: In many ways, the world of crime is an accurate reflection of the customs and the conditions of the country. For one thing, crime flourishes in economic times like the present, after a war when money is loose. But perhaps the way in which the criminal population has most completely mirrored our civilization is that this, for them, too, has become an age of specialization, a time when one man does one job well. Whatever his field of crime, be it arson, blackmail, or swindling, once he finds a formula that works, he does not deviate. That is true of almost every type of criminal, but is especially true of one specific type, the criminal known as the confidence man. Tonight's FBI file opens in a motor court on the outskirts of a large Midwestern city. There, in one of the cabins, confidence man George Thompson is present as his two partners, Mr. and Mrs. Jack Milford, engage in a family fight. George, trying to stop it,
3: speaks. Oh, Gloria, why don't you just relax, honey? This isn't getting us any place.
4: Shut up. But I'm trying. Look, you're not doing any better than he is. A fine pair of con men Oh,
5: Gloria, lay off We've
4: been here five days now And the only people we've met are bartenders That's a
5: lie Sure, we've been at every meeting at that convention since it started It
4: was your idea to come to the convention, not mine But you were with us when we heard that
3: this loyal order of Lemrods was loaded with rich guys I know And we've been working on them, too We even learned their secret handshake Sure, and we got
5: badges that say we're loyal sons of the Lemrod. What more do you want us to do?
4: The convention ends in three days. I want to see some action.
5: Look, we've dropped the wallet five times already. And every time we do, the sucker is either too rich or too honest to go for it. Oh,
4: don't con me. There aren't that many honest people in the whole world.
5: Okay, okay. You know it all. You
0: take over. That's
4: just what I intend to do. Come on, let's all get dressed and go into town. I'll find a sucker tonight if it kills me.
5: Gregorio, you want to dance? We didn't come here to dance. Oh, I thought we could chase the room better from the floor.
4: I'm looking. If anybody alive comes in, I'll see him.
5: Okay, okay. You run it the way you want. Thanks. Only do me one favor, mm. will you? Stop nagging all the time.
4: Hey, what
5: are you staring at?
4: I don't round now, but I think I see our man. Where? The next table right behind you. It's okay now, take a gander.
5: Oh, yeah. How do you figure it?
4: Well, for one thing, I saw him flip the head waiter a fin when he sat down. Oh, huh. Uh, Saw him look at the wine card and order a bottle of high-class fino. Oh. And he's wearing his badge from the Lemrock. Better put yours on. Yeah, okay. Um, how do you think we ought to make them?
5: Just leave that part to me. All
4: right. But don't let this one get away. Good evening, Brother Lemrock.
6: Hello, son.
5: I can't quite read your name on that badge in this light, but
6: my name is Milton. (laughs) Glad to meet you. Uh, my name's Sheldon. This is Mrs. Sheldon. Uh, how are you,
7: how do you do? It's so nice to meet any of Wilbur's lodgemates. Oh, oh,
6: it's Nice to meet you too.
5: Uh, oh, Gloria. Yeah. Come here, my will you? And this is Mrs. Milford, Mister and Mrs. Sheldon. dear. how, how, how do you do? do? How are you? How this you? is Gloria's
6: first convention, and mine too.
7: Oh my! I stopped counting years ago. <laughs>
6: yes. Mother and I have been coming ever since the children grew up. Gives us
7: something to do, you
5: know. <laughs> well, we've certainly had a lot of fun all week.
6: Oh, so have we.
5: Say, I've got an idea.
6: Huh? What's that, son?
5: Why don't we move our tables together and make it one big happy party? <laughs> All right, now, hold it, everybody. Hold it.
6: Uh, what is it? Uh, what for? Uh, the
5: girl's going to take another picture of it. Oh. Now, everybody put on their paper hat. All right. Here you yeah, are, Mother. Put it on there. Uh, that's it. Uh, okay, uh, now. Yeah. Hold it. it. <laughs> that did it. <laughs>
7: Goodness, I haven't
6: had my picture taken this many times in my whole life. Yeah. And you haven't
4: been to this many nightclubs, Mother, either. No, I
6: haven't.
3: Oh, hey, look. Look at Jackie's under the table. Hey, what's the matter? Oh. Pass
5: out there. Oh, oh. No. I didn't pass out. I just felt this with my foot. Well, what is it? Uh, the wallet. Yeah. And look at this. It's loaded with cash.
4: who does it belong to?
5: Oh, I don't know. Well, what I see Oh, here's a card. Uh, George Thompson.
4: But it doesn't say where he lives?
5: No. Hmm. Well, I guess the best thing to do is turn it over the head waiter. Oh, yes, yes. yes, yes. I think you know. that'd be the thing. I uh, yeah.
4: beg your
3: pardon. Did you find that wallet here?
5: Well, yes, I did.
3: Oh, brother, believe me, I'm very grateful to you. Well, is it yours? Yes. Yeah. Can you identify yourself? Oh, certainly. My name is George Thompson. All oh, right, here, I've got my signature on my cigarette lighter.
6: Uh, any signature in the wallet?
3: Yes. I'll write my name here. This should be proof. There. How's that? Oh, it's okay. Here's your wallet, Mr. Thompson. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, here, I'd uh, like to give you a reward. Oh, no. I wish you'd take this cash. No,
5: no, thanks. Maybe I'll be that lucky next time I lose something.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, do you mind if I do something for you?
5: Oh, you mean like buying us a drink? No, no,
3: I'd like to do more than that. Uh, Look, I uh, hear of a good horse every now and then. Tell you what I'm going to do. Well, what's that? Well, I was going to give you $200 for returning my wallet, but uh, suppose I just bet it for you on a horse tomorrow and give you the profits.
5: Oh, well, that's all right with me, except that all four of us should be partners on that bet. Uh, okay, Mr. Shelton? Well, I, uh... I.
7: I'll speak for him, Mr. Milford. We think it's
3: fine. Good. (laughs) Well, uh, where can I get in touch with you people? Well, uh, contact Mr.
5: Sheldon. You folks are at the Central
3: Hotel, aren't you? Yes, that's right. right. Well, that's fine. I think I'll be contacting you there tomorrow evening with your profits.
2: Meanwhile, in that same city at the local FBI field office, Special Agent Adam
0: Preston is
2: just entering the office of his fellow agent, Jim Taylor. Jim, Mr. Weaver
0: said I was going to work with you. Uh, what's it all about? Well, Adam, we just received a wanted circular from the Chicago office on three swindlers. Mm-hmm. Chicago thinks they're headed this way? Yes, their lead is. That the trio was headed here by car. In fact, they should already be here in town now. What's the racket? Well, they've been pulling the old wallet gag and tying it up to another old horse racing swindle. How does that work? Well, the wallet gag is worked when one swindler finds a wallet full of money in front of the victim. The swindler's partner then steps up and claims the wallet. Uh He offers a reward, which the swindler refuses. Then, in gratitude, he says he'll make a free bet for the swindler and the victim on a sure-thing horse. And the horse loses? Oh, no. No, the horse wins. But instead of paying any money, the man with the wallet says he'll bet it back on another horse. I see. Now, that horse wins, too. Well, by now, the swindler and the victim theoretically have a profit of, oh, say, several thousand dollars. What happens then? Then the man with the wallet says he'll give them their profits. But before he does, they have to prove that they would have been able to pay that much had they lost. Mm-hmm, I see. And the victim draws his money out of the bank to prove that he could have paid. That's it. Whereupon, swindler and his confederate take the victim's money and leave. And people fall for that kind of a swindler? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed, they do, Adam. hmm what do you think ought to be our first step in this case, Jim? Well, let's start a check on every hotel and rooming house in the city. Maybe we can catch them before they build up another victim.
6: Can I, uh, fix you something to drink, Miss Milford?
4: No, thanks. Oh, why don't you try one of those sarsaparilla drinks? Oh, no, thank you. Uh, Jack should be here any minute. I just hope I'm not inconveniencing you hanging around like this. Well, of course not, child. He
6: uh, said he was seeing that Mr. Thompson, didn't he?
7: Yes, yes. He he was going to collect our winnings. Uh, how much have we won all together now? Over $4,000. Oh, good mm-hmm. heavens. Yes, <laughs> so answer the door,
5: Father. Yes, dear. Hello, Mr. Sheldon. hello, son. Good Come in. On. Come Hi, Miss Sheldon. Hello, dear.
4: Hello,
5: honey. Well, folks, we won again today. Good How no. so much? Our total is now $12,000. Oh, oh thousand um,
7: dollars a piece. That's right.
5: But there's one small hit. Oh, hmm.
6: what is it, son?
5: Well, Mr. Thompson won't give us the 12000 unless we show him 12000 of our own money. He says he wants to be sure that we could have paid this much if we had lost.
7: Oh.
6: And and then he'll give us the
5: money? Oh, yes. Well, that,
7: that sounds fair and
5: square to me. <laughs> yes, oh. but where am I going to get 12000 to show him? I've... Only got about $6,000 myself.
6: Oh, well, we can help you there, son. Oh? Why, after all, we're partners. Yes, that's uh, right. You put up 6000 and we'll put up the other six. Yes. Oh, oh,
7: When does Mr. Thompson want to
6: see this money? Well, he said he'd meet us
5: here at the hotel tonight at 9.
6: Uh, up here in this room? Yes. Well, you get your money, and I'll go get ours. And we'll all meet back
5: here. <laughs>
0: Him. I hope you had better luck than I did. Not much, Adam. I went to the clerk at every hotel and rooming house on my list, but none of them recognized any of the pictures. Yeah, same thing happened to me. I did pick up what might be a small lead, though. What's that? I had a hunch they might go to work on some of the people who were in town for the Lemrods convention. And did they? Apparently they did. I checked with the convention chairman, and he said that several members had told him they'd been approached with the old wallet gag. And none of them went for it? Fortunately, No. Chairman said he'd warn the other delegates at the next meeting. Mm, that ought to stop them there. Mm-hmm. Then I went over to the city desk at each paper, gave them the story with pictures of the three swindlers. Are they going to print the pictures? Yes, with stories, too, warning the people about the racket. Well, I guess they'll have trouble pulling anything now. I'd still like to nail them, though, before they leave town. What do you think we ought to do? Oh, I received a teletype from the Chicago office just before you came in. About the swindlers? Yeah, it said they just learned the trio had lived in a motor court in one of the suburbs of Chicago. Mm-hmm you think they're following the same pattern here? I don't know, Adam. Let's try and find out.
5: Where well, are you? Hmm? What is it? Before we get to Sheldon's room, let's check up on our routine.
4: What is there to check?
5: Have you got her $6,000? Uh-huh.
4: Right here in the purse. You know
5: the procedure?
4: Yeah. I flash our money first.
5: Right. Here's their room.
4: Um.
7: Hey, what what time do you tell George to get here? In ten minutes. Oh. oh good evening. Oh, yes. Hello, Sheldon. You come in both of you.
5: Thank you. Me. Good evening. Thank yeah, you, Sheldon. Hello, hello Mr. Oh,
6: How are you? Uh, no sign of Mister Thompson yet. Well, he's not due
5: for another ten minutes. Uh, did you get your money? Yes, sir. Six thousand. Right.
7: Did you bring your money? Uh huh. Oh, here it is. Oh goodness! All those bills.
6: Well, there's our half, folks. Could we see yours? Oh, oh surely. Yeah. Show it to the mother.
7: Very well. There you are. <gasps> what? We... A gun! That's right.
6: Hey, what is this?
7: My dear boy, you didn't think we were going to fall for that old racetrack swindle, did you? Oh,
6: Mom's right. I'd advise you to get yourselves a
7: new racket. Either that or pick your suckers more carefully. Jack, do something. Don't yeah, move, but... son. I can use this if I have to. Father, pick up their money. Yes,
6: Mother. Let me have it, my dear. No.
7: Now, keep away. Girl, Girl, please remember this gun.
6: Gloria, give him the
5: dough. Okay. Thank you. Well, what happens now?
7: We're just going to put you both in the closet and leave. What? But first, I have some advice for you. Well? For the sake of our profession... Please go into some legitimate
8: work.
1: We will return in just a moment to tonight's case from the files of your FBI. Tom, how would you like to meet a professional worry lifter?
3: Professional worry lifter? That's a new
2: one on me.
1: Well, a professional worry lifter is a man whose business it is to make other people's worries vanish. For instance, an amateur worry lifter may give you plenty of sympathy and nothing else. A professional worry lifter really does something about it. Actually worked hard to make your worries disappear.
2: Say, he must be a popular man. He's
1: your equitable society representative. And if you're haunted by thoughts of what might happen to your family, if you were no longer there to take care of them, let me suggest that you see an equitable man right away. You'll find he doesn't miss a single trick. His plan will include everything even readjustment income.
2: Readjustment income? What's that?
1: The Equitable Society's readjustment income plan provides extra income for the widow during the two toughest years, the two years immediately following her husband's death, years in which she is adjusting the family way of life to a lowered income. You know, expenses can't be reduced overnight. It takes time. And that's why every life insurance program should provide readjustment income. For extra help during the two toughest years.
3: Sounds like a mighty good idea. Does it cost an awful lot?
1: Why, it may not cost you a cent. It may require only a simple rearranging of your present life insurance program. In any event, the man to see is your professional worry lifter, your Equitable Society representative. Look in the phone book for the Equitable Life Assurance Society. That's
5: E-Q-U-I-T-A-B-L-E.
1: Or send a postcard care of this station to the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States. now back to the FBI file, The Big Build-Up.
2: Statistics are available on almost every field of crime. You can learn how many murders there were in any period, or the number of armed robberies, or the value of every stolen automobile. But in one field of crime, the figures are inaccurate. And that field is swindling. The figures are inaccurate here because in many cases the victims prefer to take his loss and not admit that he's been duped. It is safe to say, however, that the American public every year is swindled out of millions and millions of dollars. That was true last year and it'll be true this year. There's one way and only one way in which you can protect yourself. In doing business with strangers, don't expect to get something for nothing. Tonight's FBI file continues in the hotel room of the Sheldon's. Gloria and Jack Milford are still locked in the closet. Jack is trying to break down the door.
5: (laughs) He must have built this closet as an air raid shelter. This is a good time for jokes. Well, I'm tired. I've been banging away at that door now for ten minutes. What do
4: you want? Sympathy? No,
5: no. Just be your usual charming self. Hmm. If you think it's so easy, take a crack at it yourself.
4: Uh, Not me. You got us in here.
5: I did. Who picked out the sucker? Remember?
4: Well, if you hadn't been so stupid, you'd have recognized them. I'll oh, get
5: back. I'm gonna try this again. Oh, then I can reach out and unlock the door. There. Come on. Hey, they're gone.
4: Naturally. Did you think they'd wait for us?
5: Oh, shut up.
4: Where do you think they went? How do I know? They
5: didn't tell me. Oh, that must be George. I'll get it. Okay. Come in, come in. Uh, What's been going on in We got stuck up. Stuck up? Who did it? Our two suckers. Huh? We asked to see their dough, and they asked to see ours first. When Gloria flashed it, the old lady came out with a Betsy. Oh, that's great.
4: Well, there's only one thing to do. Let's try to find them and get our dough back.
5: Okay, well, let's split up. I'll see what I can find out here at the hotel, and I'll meet you at the Crystal Bar in an hour.
6: Mother?
7: Yes, dear.
6: What's that you're working on?
7: Some embroidery. It's a pillow.
6: Pillow? With writing on it?
7: And of course, it's a souvenir pillow. I'm giving it to Cousin Kathy for a wedding present. Oh.
6: Uh, what's it say on the pillow?
7: The motto Honesty is the best policy. Ah,
6: that's very nice. Mm
7: hmm. What time has this trained you in Cleveland, Father? I,
6: uh... About an hour now.
7: What kind of a convention are we attending?
6: Undertakers.
7: Well, that sounds very enjoyable. Never contacted Undertakers before. I know,
6: Mother. Change will do us good. What's <laughs> <Huh? laughs> What's the <laughs> joke?
7: I'm thinking about those youngsters and their racetrack swindle. <laughs> yes, they
6: were very, very cruel. I know.
7: But, Father, they do make it hard for the rest of us. The way they work, they'd make anyone suspicious.
6: Yeah, they make people honest, too.
7: Oh, heavens, don't say that. People are getting more honest right along as it is.
6: <laughs> no, no, Mother. Don't start talking yourself into one of those moods. Just remember this. If there's someone dishonest around, we'll find them.
0: Where have you been, Jim? Looking at tourist cabins. I located the place where our swindling trio was staying. Was staying? Yeah, they checked out several hours ago. I searched the cabin, though. Did you find anything? Yes, this picture here. It's taken at the 907 Club. Hmm. That's Milford and his wife, all right. Now, I also know that old couple that's with him. You do? Who are they? Well, that's what I've been trying to think of. I came back here to check their picture against the files. I have a strong hunch they're wanted, too. Are they also swindlers? I think so, Adam, hmm. yes. You think they might have all been working together? No, that's pretty hard to tell. Did you get any lead on where the gang had gone? Well, the manager of the outer court said that Milford made a phone call from the office. Did you know who he called? Yes, it was the Central Hotel, but he wasn't sure who he talked to at the hotel. Right no at all. Well, he didn't remember for sure. He said it might have been Shelburne, Sh- Wait, I remember now who that old couple is. That's Mom and Pop Sheldon. Then they must be the ones at the Central Hotel. That's right. Let's get over there right now.
3: Look,
4: if Jack doesn't show up All
3: here in
5: a here he I... comes now. Well, I didn't get much, but I got something. Yeah, okay, what's uh-huh. that? Well, nobody at the hotel knew where the Sheldons went, but I picked up some information from the bartender here. Huh.
4: Well, don't keep it a secret.
5: We got taken by two of the slickest con merchants in the business, huh? Mom and Pop Sheldon. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. I give the bell captain at the hotel a double saw, and i got to call him later to see if they come back for their bags.
4: Well, what do they want with their bags? they got our six Gs. Uh, hey, isn't the bartender waving to you? Yeah, I'll, I'll be right back.
3: Yeah. The Sheldons, huh? Well, honey... You really picked a couple of daisies when you took over. Well, let's
4: not go into that again.
3: Uh, You weren't satisfied to let me and Jack run things. Well,
4: what do you want me to do, kill myself? All right, so we got outsmarted. Next time we'll know better.
3: Yeah, there might not be a next time unless we get our six Gs back. I think I got it. I got what? I told
4: the bartender
5: there was 50 in it for him if he could find out where the Sheldons went.
3: Yeah, did he know?
5: No, but they were in here drinking last night, and the other bartender served well,
4: them. When did they come to work?
5: Well, we don't have to wait. This guy called them at home. Oh. And he remembered hearing them say that their next stop was Cleveland.
4: Well, what are we waiting for?
0: Adam. Adam, over here. Jim, the hmm? Sheldons have skipped without paying the hotel bill. Well, Did you find anything in the room? Not a thing, except a closet door. You think there was a fight? No, hardly. The Sheldons are too old to fight. My guess is they locked someone in that closet and then left. Could it have been the Milford's? Could have been. The elevator boy remembers taking them up there. He identified them from the pictures I showed. Yeah, it sounds like everybody was double-crossing everybody else. Oh, Why? Well, the desk clerk looked at the pictures and said that Milford was here looking for the Sheldons. Trying to find out where they went? Yes. Well, that is odd. Mm-hmm. But I think there's one thing we can be sure of, Adam. What's that? If we can find the Sheldons, we've got a good chance to grab all of them. Yes, but there's not a single lead on where the Sheldons went when they left here. Oh, there's only one. What's that? The bell captain told me that during the week, old man Sheldon sent him out to buy a book on embalming. On embalming? Yeah. Well, what would he want that for? From their record, the Sheldons don't get mixed up in any murders. I know. Their record shows that they. Hey, wait a minute. I've got a hunch. Let's get to that out-of-town newspaper stand. I think we might find out where the Sheldons have gone. Mother,
6: pass me the
7: butter, please. Surely. Here you are. Thank you, dear. This is a wonderful idea, having dinner served in the room.
6: Yes. Gives us a chance to rest.
7: You know, every time I walk into a hotel dining room, it's like work. Always looking for a prospect. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Me too.
7: <laughs> this ought to be a wonderful convention.
6: Yes. There are a lot of rich undertakers. Is
7: mm-hmm.
6: some more coffee, dear?
7: No, thank you. When I get a good night's sleep, <laughs> convention opens at nine tomorrow morning, you yes, know. Yes, I...
6: Hmm. I
7: must be the waiter coming back to the table.
6: Yeah, are you all finished Yeah, Yes, then? let him in. All right.
5: Hello, Mr. Sheldon. But, uh, Mr. Milford? That's right. Back up and let us in. Who's that?
4: It's us, Mrs. Sheldon.
5: Oh. George, keep that gun on him. All right. Now, don't move either one of you. We've got the gun this time. Now, all right, now, where's the dough? We
7: haven't got it. We we put it in the bank. You're lying. Wait,
5: look. We've never killed anybody before, but we wouldn't mind starting on you. So get it up.
6: Yeah. All righty. Didn't that, what, Inside pocket of my coat. Oh,
7: Father.
6: There's one on that chair. Get it, Gloria. Okay. That better be all there, too. It is. So
5: you took us for chumps, huh?
7: You were very clumsy.
5: Is it all there, Gloria?
7: Yeah. Looks like more than we gave
5: him. Oh, that's fine. Who's that?
7: That's the man from room service for the table.
5: Okay. George, open the door and let him in. All right. But remember, you two, don't get out of line. That gun kills waiters, too. Drop that gun
0: gun. <laughs> huh? Go and drop it. <laughs> Adam, see if any of the others have guns on them. Right. who are you? Special agents of the FBI.
8: Goodness!
0: Now, you're all coming along with us.
2: All five swindlers were tried and convicted for violating the National Stolen Property Act and sentenced to long prison terms in a federal penitentiary. And thus, five criminals engaged in confidence games were removed to a place where they will not be able to swindle anyone for quite a while. Now, this case in the files of your FBI was closed because a special agent, hearing that a confidence man had bought a book on embalming, remembered that the confidence man always worked conventions. A study of -of out-of-town newspapers showed that there was to be a convention of undertakers in nearby Cleveland. Putting those two pieces of information together closed the case and once more protected you, the American people, from a criminal enemy.
1: In just a moment, we will tell you about next week's exciting case
3: from the files of your
1: FBI.
3: Mr. Keating... I've been thinking about that Equitable Society readjustment income plan. And the more I think, the better I like the idea of fixing it so my wife would have extra income during those first two years. That's right,
1: Tom. That extra cash every month for two years would give her time to adjust her expenses to a new standard of living. Okay, I'm sold. Then let me suggest that you get in touch with your Equitable Society representative without delay. Let him show you how little it costs to provide your wife with equitable readjustment income. Call your equitable representative soon, or send a postcard care of this station to the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States.
2: Next week, we will bring you another colorful story from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation The Ambitious Widow.
1: This is Larry Keating speaking for the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States and the Equitable Society's representative in your community. And inviting you to tune in again next week at this same time when the Equitable Life Assurance Society will bring you another thrilling story from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The Ambitious Widow on This Is Your FBI.